Are you or a family member feeling stressed, overwhelmed, or sad? Are you searching for something? February 3, the 34th day of 2021. There are 331 days left in the year. Good morning, MP, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Groundhog Day in the rear view. Uh, what did Punxsutawney Phil see? Well, we'll tell you about that. And we'll also play You Pick Trivia, Super Bowl style. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. He's a uh, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Wait a minute, that one's you. Welcome back. Good morning. Did you miss all of the, uh, you missed all the Groundhog Day revelry yesterday? I did, and that's one of my favorite days of the year, so a little bit sad about that. Did you get to watch the movie anytime yesterday? Um, It it got scrolled by with Memo, but (laughs) no, I didn't Uh, get to see it. But, um... So, did anybody tell you to watch that first step because it's a doozy? <laughs> it's a doozy. Now, no, didn't, they didn't, didn't, but I said it in my head. You didn't step in any water puddle yesterday, <laughs> I hope. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? I'm great. How are you? Well, I, I feel a little accomplished today because Good. you uh-huh. may have come as close as you've ever in your entire life to earning a nickname from me. Oh, wow. Wow. Have, that is well, it's just kind wow. of floating around in my mind. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've been lovingly calling you Colonel for uh-huh. the last, because you are a Kentucky Colonel. Yeah. And that's an accomplishment. And then yesterday... You spent the day on a date with somebody named Sherman, <laughs> and and Colonel Sherman Potter on um, on Mash is one of my favorite characters of all time. So for some reason, the word Colonel Sherman came to me, <laughs> and your T, like T for Thomas uh-huh. Colonel yeah. Sherman T. It's like yeah, Ernest T. Bass. Yes. 
No. Okay. I see where you're I, going. I'm just saying. I see. I, I, I just, I'm glad I have finally have made Colonel an identification. Colonel Sherman. This, like, Colonel, you call Debbie Colonel, too. That's so, true. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, not you're unique both, to you're, me. You're both colonels. We are, um, but the Sherman. The Sherman. Yeah. Well, it, I will tell you, it's been on my calendar for a while, Misty and something about Sherman. And like, who's this Sherman? And does Jason know? And he does now. So he does now. But apparently you and Sherman got married yesterday. Yeah, it's actually Sherm. Okay, Sherm. As, yeah, but there's not an N on the end of it. But I could find yeah, an N to add to the Sherm. acronym. Yeah, why not? So what is, what is Sherm? Uh, so the test I took yesterday was to become a certified practitioner for the Society of Human Resource Managers. Whew. Yeah. Okay. So it's the it's like the the bar exam for a lawyer. Mm-hmm. It's the equivalent of of that. You don't have to do that. Like lawyers do have to take the bar exam mm-hmm. to be able to practice. You don't have to do that in in HR, but I'm always extra. So okay, if I'm going to do something. So, I want to do all that's available. All right. So does that mean um, if when I have a doctor's excuse? Like when I when I'm out and I have a doctor's excuse, do I turn it into you? No, is that what I? No, it's that's too hard to. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! No, I'm going to give you all the bottles. Uh, have you I been, have a whole drawer? Have you all been following along with the? Um, we're getting ready for the impeachment trial, and we're learning a little bit more about the uh, former President Trump's legal strategy. So I've been reading some of the bullet points of that, but there I. I I am happy to hear that former President Trump has secured his next television deal when if the impeachment trial doesn't go his way, he'll be starring in a new television show on Netflix called Spray Tan Orange is the New Black. Mm, that's good. And so it'll be yeah. about he and all his prison mates. Is it sponsored by Cheetos or Doritos? <laughs> yeah, it's all of them. All of them. It should be. All, all Sun-kissed of them. orange. Kraft, right? macaroni and cheese, all, all of them. Uh, one more dry day before rain arrives. By the way, congratulations Thank on you. your uh, designation yesterday. Uh, I told you that privately, but I thought I better say it publicly as well. Or somebody said, he didn't say. <laughs> just called her names. Right. That's right. He just gave her all she got as a nickname. Uh, rain with strong wind, gust over 30 miles an hour tomorrow at times and into the evening. Snow showers possible with colder air flowing in for the weekend. An Arctic blast next week with bitterly cold temperatures and a few snow chances. Uh, tomorrow, by the way, there's a narrow window. Rain will move into the area tomorrow afternoon and some wind gusts of 30 to 35 that I mentioned just a second ago. The rain could end as snow tomorrow night, but that window is closing on that happening. Just didn't want you to be surprised or caught off guard. Mostly cloudy, 42 today. 42 will be nice compared to what we've been having. Mostly cloudy, 28 tonight, 48 tomorrow, rain and windy with a 100% chance of rain tomorrow. By the time Super Bowl's over, Sunday evening is going to be cold and get even colder. So well, we've been snowed in before. Just yeah. be. I was going to say, I'll change the sheets. Just be prepared. <laughs> before or after? You've before. <laughs> well, Both. Good. President okay, Biden's thanks. administration <laughs> announced uh, yesterday that it is moving to expand access to COVID-19 vaccines freeing up more doses for states and beginning to distribute them to retail pharmacies next week. Starting next week, one million doses will be distributed to some 6,500 pharmacies across the country. The administration is also boosting by half a million the weekly allocation of vaccines sent directly to states and territories for the coming weeks up to 10.5 million. We'll talk about in a minute. Kentucky's uh, Kentucky's dosage uh, supply is also being increased 
starting next week. Uh, we'll talk more about that in just a moment. That is, um, I think this is good news because before the before the first of the year, most of the pharmacies that were being used were national pharmacies. But it's a very important. In the same way, you get shingles. Uh, vaccinations, you get uh, shingle shots, flu shots, COVID-19 shots need to be available at all pharmacies. So, I mean, that will level the that will level the playing field to be able to allow healthcare wherever it exists to help vaccinate people. So, I mean, I understand the national organizations have infrastructure designed, you know, high traffic, et cetera, but you're 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 carving out a segment that people rely upon especially in rural areas to be able to get their vaccinations so i you know bringing those people into the fold to me is vitally important uh, also going on in washington republican senate leader mitch mcconnell has praised embattled number 3 house republican liz cheney as a leader with deep convictions and courage even as she's criticized uh, he's criticized the loony lies person. We got to talk about Pinocchios and loony lies yesterday. You all missed it. It was it was a hoot. Uh, Sounds like a good time. <laughs> Only imagine. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so Especially she's being embattled. Liz Cheney is being uh, embattled because she was in favor, uh, was in support of impeachment of the trial. So mm-hmm. you've got a, a section, uh, the far right sections of the Republican Party that are saying she should be ousted from her leadership role because you've got uh, Miss Looney Lies from Georgia, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene on the other side, who is being uh, stripped of her committees in order to save her political future because of the outlandish things that she's saying. So uh, Leader McConnell has been in support of Liz Cheney, saying she's important leadership to the policy. I uh, Republican Party's in a precarious position. Mm-hmm. Um, this Trumpism and tribalism, if it's not if it's not called into check, it will it 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 will really set the party back nationally. Um, I think the focus on those things is to let's worry about the Senate in uh, the Senate in two years. Let's worry about the House in two years. Worry about the White House in four years. If the if the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world are allowed to take root and be the face of the party, in in the same way that the Democratic Party had to be very careful about AOC and Bernie Sanders becoming the face of their parties, then uh, it's going to be it's going to be detrimental. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Green. Um, she met with House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy last night. For about ninety minutes, and neither uh, neither offices would speak to what they discussed. But I guess he's trying to guide her through how it's going to go for her. But it's uncommon for uh, Mitch McConnell to comment on stuff going over in the House, mm-hmm. and he's usually pretty guarded. But he understands the dangers of allowing Green from Georgia to be the poster child for Republican causes, even for a brief period of time. So trying to get that reeled in. Sad day yesterday, too, in Florida. Two FBI agents killed and three wounded. The suspect that shot them is dead in Florida. They were uh, uh, serving a warrant. The confrontation in the Fort Lauderdale suburb of Sunrise marked one of the bloodiest days in FBI history in South Florida and among the deadliest nationally as well. Uh, it was an apartment building. They were storming an apartment building where a suspect was holed up 
as neighbors huddled inside their homes. Um, also told, we've been talking a lot about doorbell cameras. Part of the way that this uh, person knew that they were coming was he was watching the doorbell cam and had a tactical advantage to be able to fire shots because he knew uh, where they were and how to react. And so I saw an FBI spokesperson say that anytime there's a shooting like this and someone you know loses their life in the line, they go back and break it down and figure out how to not allow that to happen again. So they'll have to do additional training or look for ways to be able to maybe disable those cameras or whether it's uh, disrupt data streams or something like that, that so it doesn't give a person an advantage when they're trying to serve a warrant. And this was a bad person. Um, this was this this person was uh, was guilty. Uh, well, this person was wanted because of uh, crimes against children. Yeah. And the two officers, the two uh, FBI agents, were uh, that's that was their area of focus was protecting <clears throat> was solving crimes against children. So uh, I just hate to hate to hear it. Two thousand four hundred forty-three new coronavirus cases announced by Governor Bashir yesterday. That um, is um, the Tuesday number from a week ago was two thousand seven hundred fourteen. So we're give or take three hundred less this time this week than we were this time last week. Thirty-two deaths though. Thirty-two deaths remaining highs. Thirty-five deaths this time last week. Thirty-two this time this week. Also, uh, the governor mentioned yesterday that 13 of the 32 people that they were announcing yesterday as passing from COVID-19 were in their 50s and 60s. Mm. And so um, the rolling po- seven-day positivity rate, though, did drop from 8.85 to 8.83. I heard you talk to Josh Embry last uh, hour on Shop Local Litchfield. Did he have anything to update on the on the local level? You know, it's very frustrating. He says they're receiving about 100 vaccines per week. That's the trend right now. Uh, and even if we increase that by 5%, 105 vaccines. You know, it's – but we have 1,700 people in Grayson County on a waiting list that are 70 and over waiting for the vaccine. That means if we stay on that trend 17 weeks before we get to Phase 1C, which will encompass basically the rest of us. Mm, yeah. So yeah. it's very frustrating that the rural areas are not getting the, the amount of vaccines that we need. These larger cities, of course, their population is larger. So I ask, I'm like, why, why are we not getting vaccines? Are they not able to produce it because they don't have enough ingredients to make the vaccine? Are the vaccines there and just are not getting moved? Like, what is the root cause that we cannot get vaccines to everybody faster? I'll be curious to know. So we've just talked about with uh, other pharmacies being included, you know, the Midway pharmacies of the world being able mm-hmm. to have a supply. Will that Are they all drawing from the same supply uh, given to the state? Or do they have different supply channels that they can? No, they all. it all comes to the state, one location, then the state divvies okay. it out. All right. So we don't – my point is we're still downstream mm-hmm. of the populous areas. Right. right. So I guess I would ask you, should uh, – and I don't know the answer to this, and I'm not, I'm not making a hypothesis, but it makes me wonder if that's going to lead more people like in Grayson County to – Try to go to Bowling Green so or that's, go to... That was my question, know. and he says each jurisdiction has the right to impose whatever they want to impose. So right now, they're only giving vaccines to Grayson County citizens. However, there are some places that are allowing 
you to come. Like he said, Owensboro Health is allowing you to come or be put on their waiting list. He said they're having an issue with people lying about their age, saying that they're they're 70 or over, or that they are a teacher or something else. And there's, you know, I guess they're not... I guess they are trying to vet it because they're they're catching them lying. Yeah. Um, but people are there are people who are really desperate for the vaccine. But you get another seventeen weeks before some of these people that are in their house not leaving until they can get a vaccine stuck in their house. Yeah, so, surely it won't be seventeen weeks. Well, and that's sure. what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, that's the trend we're on. Hopefully right. not. Yeah. But what is the problem? Like, really, is like, is it made out of Smurf berries and we don't have enough Smurf berries grown to make the vaccine? Or is the vaccine made and it's just not being moved? So thought What's just the problem? thought just popped into my mind and it's something I would have to investigate and maybe somebody else is already down this line of thinking. But it seems to me, it, well, it doesn't seem to me, it makes me wonder if there was an ideological shift in the administrations because... Much of the warp speed plan was pro-delivery by armed forces. Mm-hmm. Remember, we had a general on the ground mm-hmm. that was running warp speed. who's was going to deliver right. the vaccine around the country. So I guess I'm curious to know, uh, it doesn't sound to me, based upon what I'm hearing, like that is being followed through on. Is it because it, it was a flaw in the plan? Is it because the Biden administration is more likely to be healthcare centric and let's let's follow the pathways of working through health departments and hospitals where the Trump administration was more supportive of the military and saying, you know, let's rebuild it. Let's put boots on the ground. Let's deliver it. Like, was there an ideological shift that now there's a whiplash involved? Like, why did we abandon that strategy if we did? Because it mm-hmm. seems to me that we was it not working, or did we just do it because we said, "Ah, that was their plan. That would never work." That's, and I don't know. And, and, and so I don't. I I would like to know if we if we have enough vaccines made. You know, is is the pudding there? It just needs to be served. Like, mm-hmm. or is there just a stall and we can't get enough made? It takes so long to create the the actual vaccination itself. Something to keep an eye on. The Bowling Green man accused of murdering his wife and her parents in Butler County will face the death penalty. Earlier this week, Butler County Commonwealth Attorney Blake Chambers filed a notice to seek the death penalty for 32-year-old Joseph Michael Carey. Carey was arrested the morning of January 19th after state police were notified by the Butler County Sheriff's Office that three people were found shot to death at a residence at 88 Lonnie Snodgrass Road, which is off uh, Highway 79, six and a half miles inside Butler County. So that's the latest death penalty will be sought. In that case, you can read all the details at K105.com. A preliminary autopsy report of a, a woman who was found deceased in Brandenburg. Uh, State, Police Post, uh, State Police Post 4 Public Affairs Officer Scotty Sharp said foul play is not suspected and that overdose is suspected to be cause of death for uh, the 50-year-old woman who was found Sunday morning about 830 in a ditch next to Christian Church Road. The legislature, back in action in Frankfurt yesterday, did use their supermajority to do the veto override of Governor Bashir. They returned from recess, and they overrode all six of Governor Bashir's vetoes, to which he filed a lawsuit in Franklin Circuit Court and followed through on his vow to duke this out in the courts. 
I guess he also wanted to get it filed in Franklin Circuit Court before legislation was passed. That, <laughs> they could move it. Yeah, of course, the, I guess it's the state telling it's the legislature, so their home court would also be Franklin yeah. Circuit Court. But I don't know. They might be able to find one lone senator from Paducah. My then, court's empty right now. There's sure, nothing on the docket sure. if they'd like to bring it there. Uh, it's just I, a matter of time yeah. before it gets jumped up. A council says the Council on Post-Secondary Education says university graduation rates continue to increase in Kentucky. And, Misty, on behalf of taxpayers, mm-hmm. I would just like to thank you for continuing to single-handedly churn our educational economy for mm-hmm. the amount that you've spent on education You're over welcome. the last couple of years. Yeah. Just for those of us on this end, we mm-hmm. just we, we thank you for, mm-hmm. for, for just – all by yourself, keeping universities propped up yeah. in Kentucky. You're welcome. Because uh, some of the numbers you've shared with me, mm-hmm. I think, well. Yeah, we're 75 uh, grand in if anybody <laughs> would like to donate to. I'm going to be skating, though. Sure You, you know are. how we used to do jump rope for heart mm-hmm. to raise money? I'm going to, so I'm going to bring my form around and knock on your door so you can sponsor me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to start skating. So I want to thank you for the vessel that hey, will produce the money to pay back. See, we're like a great team. Whatever we should work together more. Kentucky <laughs> Kentucky grants totaling $587,000 have been awarded to clean up, clean up 72 dumps in Kentucky. 72 illegal dumps in 18 counties. Some of the dumps are in Butler and Hart counties. Hmm. What? what hmm. I need to see pictures. Like, what actually constitute a dump? Mm-hmm. Because I got I'm some thoughts. Sorry. I've got. <laughs> I, I just, but like, <laughs> you know, I read the headline though, and I was like, "You can't clean up all of Butler County for five hundred seventy thousand, eighty-seven thousand dollars." He doesn't really stop there. <laughs> no, that no. wouldn't put a dent in it. That wouldn't get you to Aberdeen. <laughs> Just saying, does it stop it? <laughs> <laughs> there's some. But the other thing I read, the, things here that I'm thinking. I read the headline, though, and I immediately went dad joke. I wanted to share with Alea. I wanted to ask Alea, Alea, do you know where the Lone Ranger takes his trash? But then I realized she doesn't know who the Lone Ranger right, is, so yeah. she won't get to the dump, to the dump, to the dump, dump, dump. <laughs> I'm here all week. So <laughs> terrible. I may still try so it on her, things. though, because she'll, like she'll like the theme, well, to the yeah, dump, to the dump, to the dump, dump, dump. Uh, Keegan Sharp had a big night last night, 39, uh, 39 points, a career high as Grayson County stormed back to down Mead County in overtime, 66-55. to 55. The Cougars improved to 7-3 and three on the season with the win. Playing in Bardstown, the Lady Cougars picked up their second win in as many days. This one over Thomas Nelson by a total of 55-39 to 39 was the uh, final score. So uh, good night for the uh, Cougars and Lady Cougars. Yeah. Uh, picking up wins in basketball last night. So there you go. You're all caught up. We've got plenty more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the Know. Today is the day the music died. We lost Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and uh, the Big Bopper, J.P. Richardson. This day is 1959. It is also Carrot Cake 
day today. Oh, my gosh. My friend makes the best fresh carrot cake. Like, not out of a box. Like, shreds carrots. I've never seen it done before. Hmm. Oh, good. And it is also halfway point of winter day, which is a little confusing to me because uh, on Monday when we ran over the list of special February holidays, Mm -hmm. we clearly defined that Hootie Hoo Day was later in the month mm-hmm. than I think we said Hootie Hoo Day was maybe next week. It's on the 20th because it's it, so the same the day 20th. as my anniversary. Okay. Mm-hmm. So later in the month, which I thought was the halfway point of winter, but now this says that in the Northern Hemisphere, we're the half exact halfway point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. So many people think the midpoint of winter is always Groundhog Day, but it varies. Hmm. Winter is the shortest of the four seasons, lasting 88.99 days. Well, thank God for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for it to be uh, happy for it to be the shortest, absolutely. Ford has designed a clear N95 mask to help the hearing impaired. Nice. Um, it has taken me um, I've just gotten used to People being masked and carry on a conversation. So, for instance, I'm going to give you a personal for instance. My hearing's not the greatest. I'm going to be 50 later this year. And so I, I can just tell a difference. You know, wearing headphones all these years and probably listening to music too loudly early in my life have certainly had an impact on that. Uh, I noticed the other morning that, you know, my, I was having a conversation with my mother at church before church started. Mm-hmm. And so there are people behind masked conversations over here in other parts of the sanctuary that are occupying like one of my ears. But then my mother also trying to be, she doesn't want to be announcing herself all over the, the sanctuary or the congregation. So she's behind her mask and then she's talking to me and I realize I can't read her lips. I don't know what she's saying. I'm maybe just have to nod and go on. I hope she didn't say, Mark, we need you to sign our will. We're leaving everything to you. Don't sign it today. It all goes to Martha probably, and then Maria. That's probably what it's it probably was. the conversation she finally had with you. So, and you, and you just nodded and went on. So this clear. Martha, I handle it. I just said, all right, then. She could have it all. All right, then. So this clear mask idea where you can read people's lips yes. sounds like maybe it could be a welcome tool. But I'm telling you. If I thought that masks on people looked weird, mm-hmm. this is disturbing. It really is. Yep. Here's the thing, though. It's all fun and games until it frogs up. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you put defrogger like on it. So now you're going to have to build a windshield wiper on the inside. Uh, a defrost? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, it's not... If you remote start your mask so <laughs> right. it will go ahead yeah. and defrost? Yeah, yeah. So, that would be handy. I did see a great one yesterday where you can create a mask that looks like your face. Yeah. So you have a mask on, but people think you don't have a mask on. Right. That's scary. <laughs> so then. Botox? Yeah. Well, then, oh, then yeah. at the bottom, it has like the blue mask printed on it. So it looks like you have a mask on, but it, you've got it pulled down. Pulled down so you can And you're not behaving. Yeah. So mm. you're just being a heathen about it. Yeah. To wear that to yeah. the grocery store so people will fuss at you. You're yes. not wearing your mask right. Right. Trick. Yeah, it's all, faces. the whole thing's a mask. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like, I, I like the, um, utility of it, of being able to read people's lips, yes. especially from a, you know, if you're at like 10 or 12 feet, that, that might help a lot, especially if you're in a noisy room or at least for me, but 
I just, I don't know if I can get beyond the looks of it. I don't know that I'm a lip reader as much as I'm an expression reader. <laughs> okay. And, and I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I can really tell even if you have a mask on, I can tell mm-hmm. if you're smiling mm-hmm. without seeing your face because I see it in your eyes. Yeah. Your eyes, I your see. eyes definitely smile. Yeah. But it's still a little bit, it's still challenging losing the, the facial expression. So you gain some of that back. But some of us, I think though, have probably gotten used to having the lower halves of our face hidden that it would be an adjustment, you know, like you'd be sticking your tongue out of people again, and people will now know it if you have one of those clear masks. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like it. I mean, I don't go in a lot of places, Mm -hmm. but the places I go in, I don't mind having my mask on because I can just kind of dart through and go on. Especially if you're wearing a ball cap, man. You can just hide. (laughs) Sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. A TikTok user who posts under the name Sarah Jade has uploaded a clip of – Something that has uh, baffled some people. The woman simply instructed her partner to put away the leftovers after so dinner. And oh he gosh. did as he was told, but just not quite in the way that she expected. <laughs> she went to, the, to look in the fridge a little while later and was left cracking up when she noticed her husband had stored the remains of their meal. But instead of plating out the extra food or putting it in a plastic container, the man simply placed the entire slow cooker with the food still inside of it in the fridge. Such a, such a guy. So people have gone, you know, people are going crazy about this. And when I saw it, I thought, okay, I understand people are going crazy about it. But there's about a 90% chance at this moment there's a crock pot in our refrigerator. <laughs> it's true. And so I thought. So is this just something unique that Christy Buckles does? Is this like, like don't only, other people put their crock pots in the refrigerator for? The only reason the pot doesn't go in ours is the crock comes out. Yeah, right, right. Well, the ceramic part comes out. So we, I just put rental drop over that. Stick, or the whole thing would probably go in there because why dirty up another dish? Okay, but but here's here's the reason the whole thing likely goes into our refrigerator is because if you take the crock out of the pot and you put it in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. then the pot is still on the countertop in the way. Yeah. So then it would either have to go back to the special designated crock pot wing of the garage, because mm-hmm. we do have a crock pot wing in the garage. Yeah. We have every size known to man. We may have the original crock pot that was ever made. It's got a janky little cord on it. Yeah. but. I threw that one away. <laughs> You've got color options too, right? Yeah. yeah. She's got them in country blue and like 100 green. You can green. tell what year they were bought. That's right. You got them in all. It is a oh, museum 80, of crockpots. It's an 89 version. But do you go hungry? No. I absolutely okay. do not go hungry. The better question is, is your food ever cold? <laughs> Honey, you don't like the cold food? It is by design. <laughs> I got crock pot for you. <laughs> so a lot of people said this was the, you know, this is the ultimate in lazy. And I thought, well, then I guess we're just a lazy household because we'll we'll do this. we got to make room in the refrigerator for the crock pot because yeah. the, you know, the whatever is prepared in the crock pot will last for five days. Mm-hmm. And so you... 
<laughs> you want to heat it back up? I'm defending you in this case. So I'm, I'm just not, saying, are we the only ones that do this? I don't think so. I think what is funny, the funniest thing about that to me is the placement of the crock pot. Yeah, yeah that was he, the he thing. It was precarious. He the door. Now, I think from the Let's looks see of, if this sits. of their kitchen, they probably are not utilizing a garage wing for crock pots. <laughs> there Bro. probably see? is a whole I mean, cabin look. in that big old kitchen. He is just being lazy, <laughs> but that's the funny part of it was, I'm going to do what she told me to do, and I'm exactly. going to do it in the least path, least path of resistance. You right. didn't give me details. The right? food is in the refrigerator. <laughs> I did That's what you asked. Steve, Stephen Covey says you can tell someone where to get to, or you can tell them how to get there, but you can't tell them both. Mm-mm. And That's so true. He, he got there. Yep. I love it. I think it's funny. <laughs> now, to be I clear, so this hard. time of year, it's so it. cold in our garage. Yeah. That we might as well just carry the crock pot back to the garage. It's going to be as cold as the refrigerator. Yeah, then there's that. So, uh, (laughs) four travelers, (laughs) this is coming to us from China. Four travelers eat 66 pounds of oranges to avoid extra airline fees. There have been a couple of times when we travel. So, I am the first, I am the first screener. Of Christy Buckle's bag of her suitcase. All right, when I have to haul it to the car, yeah, it's bad to load up to go wherever. I'm the first person that says that's overweight. Yeah, that's too much. I don't know what you've crammed in there. There's no reason in taking your entire book library in there. Yeah, encyclopedia, stay home. There's no reason to do that. <laughs> I'll, you know, you have a smartphone. Yeah, that's right. You've got an e-reader that temporarily you can read from. There have been a couple of times. When we have been return traveling and you get to the airport and her bag goes on the scales and it 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 trips the flares. It should have like the backup noise. Sirens go off. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. A man in stripes and a white hat comes out with a yellow <laughs> handkerchief and like throws it up in the yeah, air and yeah. says, foul. Yeah. But then there's a scramble. So it was like, well, what? Okay, Crockpot, so, back to the garage. So you take, you bring the so you take things from this bag and you try to be, well, mm-hmm. if I move, it feels like a Price is Right game. Yeah. Will this much stuff do it? <laughs> move it into this bag. Well, that's what happened to these guys. They were traveling in China and they got a, a 66 pounds of citrus fruit that they wanted to bring home with them from their trip. There were four of them, and they were told that it would cost $46 in airline fees to transport the oranges back home. So in 20 to 30 minutes, the four of them, right there at the check-in for the flight, divided and ate 66 pounds of oranges to avoid paying airline fees. I wouldn't let them on the flight after that. <laughs> I mean, we only got afraid. one bathroom. I underst- <laughs> look, I understand the 50-pound rule because you say, well, it's the same amount of gross weight. Right. But if you distribute it in one location, one baggage handler in repetition, I, I like I get it that it's dangerous and you don't want to do that. But it, sometimes it does feel a little bit silly, like... Okay, so you gonna you want me to take this pound and a half from this bag and move it into this bag, and then we'll be good. Yep, that's yeah, what I want. Like typically, my blow dryer. Well, all right, so lesson learned: we're not bringing oranges home for many trips anymore. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Gonna play you pick trivia, Super Bowl edition coming up here on In the Know.
Did you know? Sorry to bust it up over there, ladies. Got a show to do. Did you know the word February comes from a Latin word meaning to cleanse? All right. Oh. February okay. is Latin for to cleanse. I've I don't never know. Heard that. I don't know. And why? You know, they redid the months after a while. And yeah. it used to be it was just one long month. Everybody's stinking in January? Well, in winter. I don't know. Right? I would have thought that that was January when you would do the, you know, the cleanse and try. So I, I don't. I don't get it. Uh, let's play. I don't know if you all have heard or not, but the Super Bowl is coming up uh, on Sunday. Let's play You Pick Trivia. Super Bowl edition. Give you some factoids to be able to share around the Super Bowl party to impress your friends so it acts like you've been paying attention. Yeah. You all pretend like you've never heard this guy Sunday. Was, <laughs> this is Super Bowl history. This is not just for this year. Okay. This is looking back to really show you're a dyed-in-the-wool fan of uh, Super Bowl lore and history. Are you all ready for you pick trivia number one? All right, here we go. Which team has never been to the Super Bowl? Which team has never gone to the Super Bowl? Mm -hmm. Is it A, the Jacksonville Jaguars? Is it the Chicago Bears? Is it the Buffalo Bills? Or is it the New England Patriots? Is it the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Chicago Bears, the Buffalo Bills, or the New England Patriots? I'm going to give you all moment to give that some consideration. There's some definite clues in there that help you eliminate some. You're going to figure out, is it Jacksonville, Chicago, Buffalo, or New England? By the way, had you all heard, um, Dolly Parton, she has, uh, you know, she invested all that money in COVID vaccine research, mm-hmm. and she won't take the vaccine yet because she says it's not her turn. I'm like, well, girl, you're over 70. It's your turn. But she said it wasn't her turn yet. Wow. And she's also going to have a Super Bowl commercial. She's reworked 9 to 5 okay. into a uh, oh, good. like four space or space four. I don't know. Four space. Yeah. Four space. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. But this is, you know, yeah. I love her Square ethics. Square space. Square space is what she's doing. I like uh, I like her ethics. I like the fact that she set like a standard that? and I'm just, this, I'm gonna, this is I'm going to tell the road. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think people need to buy their way to the front of the line, but I mean, I think she's earned it. And well, by the way, I was really sad to hear about uh, Captain Tom. He he passed away yeah. at age 100, you know, after raising $45 yes. million dollars yes, so sad. for it. So Here's sad. the thing I want to say to Dolly. We need to keep you, so we're going to go ahead and let you get your vaccine. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. I mean, at this point, Betty White. Right. There's a couple then, of y'all we want to preserve. Like, I'll give you my vaccine. There How's you go. That? All right. Which team has never gone to the Super Bowl? Is it A, Jacksonville Jaguars, B, Chicago Bears, Buffalo Bills, or New England Patriots? Uh, Beach, we'll start with you. Oh, great. Uh, B, Bears. You say it's B, Bears. So mm-hmm. you've, you've never done the Super Bowl shuffle, obviously. Misty, I what said do you Bills. say? You said Bills. You all are both incorrect. <laughs> this is Jacksonville Jacksonville Jaguars. I've never been to I started to, to the write the Jaguars, yeah, and honestly, too. I couldn't remember how to spell it me because too. it wasn't up there, so <laughs> I thought, just, I'll go with it. I can spell Bills. You can say Jags if you, if you need to. I was like, of course, the Buffalo Bills were famously, they went to, I think, Buffalo yeah. Bills went to four or five Super Bowls in a row, yeah. as I recall, but never won one, Yeah, or maybe only won one of the four. It was like Marv Levy in that era. Um, the Chicago Bears are famously known for the Super Bowl shuffle when Jim McMahon, I think it was 85, one of the greatest teams Chicago ever had, Walter Payton, the punky QB, William, the refrigerator Perry, and yeah. they did one of the first uh, sports team <laughs> rap videos 
We are down to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. shuffle. So yeah. that's why. The only uh, thing I understood that was refrigerator. Mm-hmm. The rest of that was dr- was completely. Sure. I heard 85. What? Yeah. What's so, happening? How about Jim McMahon, the punky QB? Did you all hear that part? We heard it. It didn't translate. Wah, 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 wah. Yes. Which city has hosted the most Super Bowls with 11? Which city has hosted the most Super Bowls with 11? Is it A, New Orleans, B, Los Angeles, C, Miami, or D, Butte, Montana? I do love Butte. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good Butte? <laughs> Which city has hosted the most Super Bowls? New Orleans, Los Angeles, Miami, or Butte, Montana? Where long-legged Hannah hails from. <laughs> did you all lock in already? Yeah, did. All right, Misty, which one did you take? I said no, New Orleans. You said New Orleans. Yeah. All right, it's a pretty good guess. Beach, what did you say? I said the same. You said New Orleans, and you all are both mm. incorrect. Mm. Benvenito Amiami oh, okay. has hosted 11 Super Bowls. Uh, but now you know. Now you can impress your friends on Sunday. You know. You know mm-hmm. which cities hosted the most Super Bowls. And perhaps most famously, the Prince halftime show when he did True. Purple Rain in the True. Rain. Yep. It rained on cue. Uh, the third you pick trivia question for today Which artist performed the most watched halftime show of all time? Which artist performed the most watched halftime show of all time? Was it A, Katy Perry? Was it Lady Gaga? Was it Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake? Or was it the Three Stooges and the University of Arizona and Grambling State University marching bands? Did it have to be live watching or go back and watch it? Live watching. Is it A, Katy Perry? Is it B, Lady Gaga? C, Janet Jackson? Uh, Is it D, the Three Stooges? You can lock in your answer. Katy Perry would have been 2015. Lady Gaga, 2017. Janet Jackson, 2004. The Three Stooges in... uh, uh, 1967. <laughs> uh, Do you all have yours locked in? All right. Beads, we'll start with you. Was it <laughs> Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, Janet Jackson, or the Three Stooges? I said A, Katy Perry. You said A, Katy Perry. Misty, what did you say? Katy Perry. Katy Perry. It's correct. We all got one of three, so that makes you all uh, tied for the win. Congratulations to you. That was a big... We got Left Shark yep. out of that deal, remember? Yep. And then that elephant, like that golden mm-hmm. like walk from one end to the other. Like it took it to the next level. Yeah, it did. And then, of course, you know, Lady Gaga, her year, she came flying into the stadium in Houston. Mm-hmm. And they kept going on and on. So I guess the weekend is going to fly into the stadium, land on a golden elephant, yeah. wearing a shark suit. And Janet just showed us her goodies. And so. doing, <laughs> and doing, yuck, 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 what a he, what a you got to do some three stooges in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Travolta will do a TikTok dance with his daughter in a Super Bowl ad. Okay. Okay, Johnny T. Lenny Kravitz stars in a Stella Artois Super Bowl commercial. So we'll get to see Lenny Kravitz on Sunday. Michael B. Jordan gets shirtless in Amazon's Alexa's Body Super Bowl ad. Okay. So if you like Michael B. Jordan, you can uh, look forward to seeing him. Lil Nas X will narrate a Super Bowl ad soundtracked by his new single. So you'll get to see him on Sunday. In uh, Jeopardy News, Savannah Guthrie, Anderson Cooper, and Dr. Oz will guest host Jeopardy. So be added to Katie Couric and uh, some of the others. Um, Aaron Rodgers and some of the other people that are ready. And Hal Holbrook, legendary actor Hal Holbrook, 
has gone on in at age 95. If you don't know his roles, you've seen him in things and you've heard his voice plenty. Uh, so uh, rest in peace, Hal Holbrook. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. February is Black History Month, but it likely wouldn't exist without the efforts of African-American men like Carter G. Woodson. Woodson was born in 1875 to former slaves. Public education was rare for a black child from a poor family. So Carter studied on his own. He continued his education at several universities, including Harvard, and earned his Ph.D. in history. Along the way, he discovered that little had been written about the history of African Americans. And that realization led him into his life's work, publishing the Journal of Negro History and establishing the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History. In 1915, that organization sponsored Negro History Week, which years later, at the 1926 presidential inauguration, was established to honor the accomplishments of African Americans. In 1976, President Gerald Ford officially declared February as Black History Month. He wanted to encourage people to recognize the incredible accomplishments of African Americans. Then in 1986, Congress passed Black History Month into law. People like Carter Woodson, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Rosa Parks, and others teach us that injustice doesn't correct itself. It requires all of us to take a stand against what's wrong and for what's right. For Focus on the Family, I'm Jim Daly. Hey, I just found seven bucks in my coat pocket. Wow, so how should we spend this windfall? Uh, we? Well, you can't blame a girl. Yeah, what can we get for seven dollars these days anyway? Well, believe it or not, at Bluegrass Cellular you can get an iPhone. For seven bucks? No way. Or an Apple Watch? You're dreaming. I guess our dreams are coming true. At Bluegrass Cellular we can get iPhone SE and Apple Watch SE, each for seven dollars a month. Seven dollars? Pinch me. Hey! (laughs) The advanced camera system, the Retina HD display, the SE has everything we love about iPhone at its dreamiest price. And don't sleep on Apple Watch. I can stay on time, stay in shape, and stay connected with the SE. Right. Hey, where are you going? To check my other pockets. I want to get them both. (laughs) Restrictions apply. Shop online or in-store. Bluegrass Cellular. Your community. Expanded. MB's point to ponder for today. Are we in agreement that the person who put the first R in February is the same dude that decided how we were going to spell Wednesday? I agree. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I wonder if that person got fired after that. Like... And you know, That's it. You don't get three strikes. This is two strikes. You're out. But you know, between the first and second strike, you know what his retaliation word was? Was possum. <laughs> Bust at me again, I'll give you a possum with an O. How's I was going to say, did you just say it with an O on the front of it? I'll give you a possum. I don't think so. I mean, it comes out when I say it fast as uh. It's an uh possum. A possum is what I saw. Possum. But it kind of began yeah. O. An o. I just say possum. Awesome. I never I just do it say correctly. Possum. The O is silent. That's yeah. what's so confusing about it. Yeah. I did have a lady one time read a poem to me that said, Oh, possum, oh, possum, when it was just possum, possum. <laughs> she thought they'd really 
<laughs> written it to be an ode to the yeah. possum. Not only silent, but invisible. <laughs> <laughs> on television tonight, on CBS, the Super Bowl's greatest commercials of 2021, Boomer Esiason and Daniela Rua host the uh, program again. Uh, I think they're doing the old ones. Kevin Frazier is doing the updated ones. On TLC, the season two premiere of My Feet Are Killing Me, Dr. Ebony attempts to diagnose a patient with feet covered in huge masses. Well, that sounds, sounds very wonderful. <laughs> Let's watch that while we eat dinner. Ew. <laughs> Be gross. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1959, rock and roll stars Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and J.P. the Big Bopper Richardson died in a small plane crash near Clear Lake, Iowa. In 1913, the 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, providing for a federal income tax, was ratified. Anybody know how that ever worked out? Hmm. In 1994, the space shuttle Discovery lifted off, carrying Sergei Krikalev, Krikalev, Cauliflower. Who was the first <laughs> Russian cosmonaut to fly aboard a U.S. spacecraft. I remember it well. So they came out of the hangar there at NASA where they get ready for their flight. Mm -hmm. And they were driving out to pad 39A. And they were in their suits. They were in their NASA vehicle. And as they were driving out to the pad, there was a Russian cosmonaut dude on the side of the road with his thumb out. <laughs> he said, where are you headed? Space. We are too. Hop in. Yep. And that's how, they, that's how that happened. That's how great collaboration started. Hitchhiking <laughs> story. <laughs> See as much hitchhiking now as you used to. Uh, in 2019, in the lowest movie. scoring, <laughs> yeah, somebody got somebody got into some bad game. and realized it wasn't <laughs> yes. wasn't a best practice. I'm not going to recommend that. Yelp. <laughs> uh, uh, birthdays today: Football Hall of Famer Fran Tarkenton is 81. Football Hall of Famer Bob Greasy is 76. Morgan Fairchild is 71. Nathan Lane is 65 today. Birdcage, such a great movie. Oh, wow. And uh, I saw a clip the other day of the scene where Robin Williams does the Fossey, 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 Martha Graham, Martha Graham, Martha Graham. It's been a long time since like, I've seen that. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's so good. Wow. Uh, Mara Tierney is 56 today. Amal Clooney, human uh, rights activist, is 43 today. And Sean Kingston is 31 today. The beautiful girls. Felix Mendelssohn, gone but not forgotten, was born this date in 1809. We have him to thank for the wedding march. Horace Greeley was born in 1811. Do we really want to thank him? Well. I knew that's what you were going to do. Gertrude Stein was born in 1874. Norman Rockwell, born in 1894. The Saturday Evening Post wouldn't have been the same. Um. By the way, Misty, I'm going to forget if I don't give it to you right now, but there's a story about Crocs meets Disney's Pixar's Cars that I think is going to be a great Christmas gift for your sister, Shamie. Mm. So there's the details going and getting your Christmas shopping underway in February. Very good. Well, I'm about done. So. Well, I knew if I waited any longer. Yeah, no, it'll be over. You would miss next out Christmas. on this opportunity. 1955. The McGuire sisters were number one. I mean, think about it like this. Crocs meets Disney's Cars. So, like, Lightning McQueen meets Heelys. Holy smokes. In adult sizes. So, but, here's the good news. But you're still the one with the roller But skates. she can now join my roller derby and be comfortable in her footwear that she likes to wear, too. 
Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a unifying experience. It's bringing people together. She's already got her roller derby name, right? You Let's go to 1964. Leslie Gore was number one with you. You don't own me. Did you all hear enough? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't tell me what's in your 1973, Hurricane Smith was number one. Would you like to have that nickname instead? It'd be like Hurricane Thomas. Colonel Sherman Hurricane Thomas. Nope. I'm thinking on it. We should have yeah. like a contest or a nomination. No, let's don't because then other people get to decide. It's really up to no, me. Ultimately, you get to. 1982. Juice Newton. This was in my wedding. It was. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'd like to admit to Sharon Majors. This is what I was practicing on the piano when shit was, I was supposed to be playing other stuff. I've never been honest about that before and shared. But this is really what I wanted to be playing on the piano. Really? Yeah. Well, it was, I had a songbook that was a popular ballads. And so I was... Why? Oh, I just... It's just... Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't that song. It was the theme from Ice Castles, and it was like all these other like '80s ballads this in a songbook. Yeah. yeah, it's like no, I mean, I this, is this, song, I, this is what I wedding, want. But... This is what I want to play. I yeah. don't want to be playing Beethoven. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say I need to know your options. Like Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to 1991. CNC Music Factory. Don't seem to have uh, made very much progress on your piece that you were supposed to be working on the last week. Nope, but I can play the heck out of uh, The Sweetest Thing I've Ever Done in Loving You by Juice Newton, if you like to hear it. Juice and I are tight this week. Would you like to hear my spit on chewing chawing gum? I mean, it's a total vibe, Miss Sharon. <laughs> Sharon. <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> No fingers. Sit down here. We'll play heart and soul. Show me the meaning of being lonely by the Backstreet Boys. Number one in 2000. Single ladies, Beyonce in 09. And Camilla Cabello, Havana in 2018. All right. You know who I felt the most sorry for was Heath. Because he had to deal with all the siblings of the kids who were waiting their turn to take the lesson. Miss mm. Sharon's son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So we totally interrupted his afternoon because he would have to entertain us instead of go and play, you know. <laughs> all right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Ah, it's always fun to reminisce on the show, isn't it? Mm-hmm. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Friends are those rare people who ask how we are and then wait to hear the answer. Friends are those rare people who ask how we are. And then wait to hear the answer. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B, Jimmy MB.